three, two, one, here we go. People and very much welcome to that beautiful life podcast. This is Roger Bergson's talking all the way from Stockholm, Sweden. It's episode 50, and I'm sitting here in front of my mic, watching the volume meter goes up and down. It looks good, and I have to ask, does it look good on your half as well, dear Q? Mine, mine is showing like little tiny spikes, um, which means background noise, um, which is expected. I have a fan in the background, but. You know, yeah, but my but, mind but you also bl- yeah you, you also blame Skype, didn't you? Ah, bloody freaking Skype, man! The worst, the worst, the absolute <laughs> worst. Right, I had to make this call this week. Right, um, I was actually calling Gamescom. Um, so what happened was, I've been <laughs> like I've been emailing Game- Gamescom. Sent me a, like it's the funniest story, right? So I get this email right from Gamescom saying, "Hey, man." You know, this is how I imagine emails talk. If, if emails could talk, yeah. this is what they sound like. So he yep. was like, hey man, how's it going? You know, like, um, you were at our event last year and, um, you know, uh, w- well, we're just like going to pre-accredit you for the event this year because, uh, you know, COVID and all that kind of shit, you know? And I was like, oh, okay. And I'm like, well, you know, just like wait a couple days though before you like you, like you, you still have to like <laughs> register. So like, um, give us like about two or three days and then like register. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. So I, I waited two or three days and I register. And it's like, well, man, you know, we'll just like, wait a bit, you know, we need to like send you a confirmation email. So like, wait a bit, you know, and you get the confirmation email, man. And I was like, okay, confirmation email doesn't come in. So I just, yeah, you know, go out with my day and I forget about it. Couple days later, um, I get, I, you know, I'm like, where's the bloody fracking confirmation email? Right? Yeah. And I'm going through my email. It shows up in, in like the worst of places. It's like in like your Spanish folder or something. I'm like, fracking hell. Like, finally, I click the thing and it's like, sorry, man, confirmation email expires in 24 hours and it's like three days now. So like, you're screwed. So oh. I'm like, okay, well, then I'll just have to recreate an account. That's all. You know, I'll just recreate an account, use all the same information and it'll be fine. I go, sorry, man, you know, can't do that, you know, error message. So I'm like, the fuck you mean error message? Error message, man. It can't help you. So I'm like, so what am I supposed to do? You know, I don't know, man. Contact support or something. So I was like, okay. You know, granted, all of this is a conversation between me and emails, right? The email is responding to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm responding the email to the email. talking. I'm not mm-hmm. actually talking to anyone at this whole point. But anyway. Oh, makes sense. It, just <laughs> it gets to the point where I'm just like, you know what? Uh, I'm going to have to contact someone at Gamescom. Because all of this is just automated emails. So I, I contact someone and I, I shoot them up an email and I get no reply. I hit up Gamescom on, uh, cause it's like the day before. So I hit up like, um, their Facebook and their Twitter and everything. Cause I'm like, I'm not gonna have any access for this whole event. And I don't know what, they, you know, they made a big deal about this Gamescom now and how it's gonna have all these features. It's gonna help you connect with press and with PRs and all that kind of stuff. It doesn't, by the way. But anyway, the point is, <laughs> is that, is <laughs> that basically I um I got an email from Gamescom like main PR guy 
um, I get an email from him, like, into the day, like, early in the morning, while, like, or was it the end of the day? End of the day. As I was trying to, like, get, get a contact. And this email comes in the ground. I'm not even by my desk when this comes in. I'm just, I think I was just laying in bed or something. And my phone goes off, and I see email from Gamescom, and I see this guy's name on it, because I recognize his name. And I was like, fuck, yes! And it had, like, his phone number on there. So I hop on my desk, and mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm going to make a Skype call. I'm going to call the guy up, right? Uh, and I'm going to say, hey, man, how's it going? You know, fix my stuff. It ain't working, right? And, you know, mm-hmm. but in a nice way. And so, <laughs> so, so I get on this call, right? Um, and the first time I try calling, I get a notification on Skype saying, sorry, your mic's not working. I'm like, the fuck, what do you mean my mic's not working? I don't know, man, your mic's not working. That's what I'm saying. You know, I'm like, freaking <laughs> Skype, man, you're stupid software. Apparently, if you want your mic to work in Skype, you have to go into Windows and specifically select for your mic to work with Skype specifically, oh. you know, it's like the fuck, man. Private, you got to go in your privacy settings. It's a whole complicated mumbo jumbo. And other than that, too, you also have to go into your settings and try to raise the um, the gains on your mic, which it kept going back down to zero every time I raised it. I just say, you know what, frack it, you know. And it just seemed like it started working in Skype. Like I started seeing the levels going up so i was like i don't even know if by me enabling skype it has screwed up my levels and now my mic is being preset to like bs levels of like audio settings i really believe it's that <laughs> the skype is a stinking bloody so yeah anyway calm yourself you it's my okay God. um so yeah, it's okay that happened uh, but the funny thing about the story is that whenever you call someone who speaks a different language it's amazing how their accent changes when they speak with you. So when they mm. realize you, when they speak English and when they speak their native language, their accent changes. Mm. Like their whole tone, accent, everything changes. Yeah. So I remember when I got on the phone with this guy from Germany, he answers the phone call. And how do you say hello in German, um, Raj? Um, guten Tag. Guten uh, Tag. So he's like, guten Tag, and he starts talking like German stuff. Probably saying like, you know, hey, how's it going? Uh, how can I help you? Blah, mm. blah, blah. Whatever. German, German, German. And now I'm like, oh, hey, uh, I just need to get some help with something. You know, like my thing's not working. And his action just switches. Proper. Um, it's just like he realizes what's going on. Like his brain flips. You know, so in his German accent, he had like a very Germanist voice. You know, like my team just won the World Cup or whatever. And um, and then like he switched and he's like, Oh, hey man, how's it going? You know, like, um, like, <laughs> I, what? It's like, the same person, or did someone else take the Exactly, like, he's phone. like, he's like, uh, Pierre, take the phone. You know, it's an English speaker person. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he, that dude is sitting there ha- having like a di- divided personalities. It's like, call him, call him. That is basically what happens. And it's the funniest thing. It's not the first time I've experienced it. Like, most of the time when I speak with people who speak multiple accents, well, not multiple yeah. accents, like multiple languages, um, their tone changes. Even, like, when I speak to it with my girlfriend, like, uh, hers is, like, you know, when she speaks um, Polish, her tone changes. And here's the thing. It only changes when she's speaking with someone who also speaks Polish. If she's speaking to me yeah, in okay. Polish... I can tell like it's not her regular Polish tone, but then when she <laughs> speaks proper Polish, 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 
it changes. Even with you, Rod, like when when I when I visited you yeah. and you and Annie were talking in the kitchen, right? It was like, oh, mm. like I'd be sitting at the table and I'd be, you know, waiting for something to eat or something or just on my phone. And you'd be in the kitchen talking to Anneli and it would be like you would speak um, Swedish, but your tone would change. Like you would have a different mm. accent rather than your regular Rogery accent that I'm accustomed to, <laughs> you know. So, yeah. yeah that's probably true. I, 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 I agree upon that. Mm-hmm. I, I think I might have mentioned, I just kind of put this in uh, to the conversation. <laughs> uh, one of the times when we were in Japan and we made this co- collaboration with uh, this Japanese lady. She was a marimba soloist, Keiko Abe. And when Keiko was speaking English, um, she, she had a, like a deeper voice, mm-hmm. like a more normal tone, I would say, <laughs> maybe where she actually has her voice yeah more or less mm-hmm. but then when she spoke japanese with her students or anyone else he was much more like yes yeah uh, it was much much brighter you know exactly so, um, that was kind of interesting it's, it's exactly that it's it's the same way whenever you speak to people with different accents depending on the on the language they're speaking it just mm. changes yeah. like that. It's like, wow. Yeah, it has to do with the with the melody and the pronunciation and everything. Mm-hmm. It just comes together in, in, in certain ways. So, <laughs> yeah. oh, well. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. It's, it's, it's so different. But what happened then? I'm so curious to hear actually the outcome of this. The oh, it was great. He was, um, he, the guy was pretty awesome. He was super cool. Yeah. Gamescom PR, he's like, he's a pretty cool guy. So he was like, oh, I'm so sorry, man. You know, he's like, I'll, I'll help you out. You know, he's like, send me an email. I'll, I'll follow to our people, blah, blah, blah. And, um, you know, we just chatted for like a few seconds and, or a few minutes. And then I sent him an email and, uh, the day, the morning of the event, I got a, excuse me, I got a confirmation email thing and it, it just worked out. You know, I was connected. I logged in. I had my access to Gamescom. Um, and yeah, so it was a pretty cool thing. So I have access to the, the service. Wow. It's not very, like what we get access to as press is just, um, like on the back end of their website or something. It shows us like all the games. Um, like you see video footage and all that kind of stuff, like the trailers, I guess. And then you'd have mm-hmm. like the name of the publisher, the genre, um, a website to click to. And, um, in some cases you'll see a PR contact, like someone you can contact with about the game, basically. Uh, it's mm-hmm. nothing, I would say for someone who maybe has never been in the industry before, um, and this is their first time, you know, it's probably going to be fine for them because it's probably going to be a good thing for them because of the fact that they can email people and stuff like that. But for someone who's been in the industry for a while, most of these people I already have on my contact list. So mm. it's like, I already know. It was people. nothing new under the sun, so to speak. Exactly. It wasn't like, um, and that's the thing that I was hoping for. I was hoping to like be able to network with people. I, like that's the whole reason you go to, to these events is to network with people you don't already know. And not just to mm. network to them, but being forced into a situ- into an environment where it's easier to network. Because when you're at a trade show, you run yeah. into people. Sometimes you just sit next to the bar with someone and you chat, and then and then you realize, oh, you're working on this game, and then they're like, oh, you're working for this publication, and you just chat about stuff, mm. and and then you mm. that's how you network. But in the yeah. case where you're you're trying to connect on the, on the computer, and it's just they just give you someone's email address, uh, it's like. They're going to have like 50 million emails this week. You're going to have 50 million emails. No one's going to remember anything. Like, (laughs) you're just going to... That's the point. Like, whatever uh, a trade show is going on and people email you, like, 
you don't get around to the emails. Like, I have, like, over, I don't know, like, 2,000-something emails this week with 400-something in, in one folder and, and then otherwise. No one emailing this week, um, emailing me this week is expecting me to reply to them. Like, I, I don't know. Like, if you, if you email me this week and, and you're upset that you don't hear from me, you're an idiot. Like, you just have to be a moron because <laughs> there's absolutely no way that I'm replying to everyone this week, you know? So, we'll see how it goes. Um, yeah. There's one email this week that I have to respond to, though. This was from last week. Um, I got an email. It's about the podcast, actually. It's like a podcasting mm-hmm. group, people. Like, basically, they emailed and they were like, they emailed that beautiful life at um, buttonsmashers.com, which is our. We haven't make a, made a new email on Simply Binge yet, so it's still that beautiful life at buttonsmashers.com. So, we got this email from this podcast, site, or whatever they are. And they asked if we wanted to be part of a, of a podcast networking thing. Like, they basically want to network and share our podcast with more people. And I was like, oh, really? And they're like, yes, really. And I was like, oh, my God. So I do have to reply to them. So. Oh, that's nice. <clears throat> that sounds really good. Yeah. So we can, maybe we'll get like, more people that, that we may not have otherwise communicated with. So that's actually pretty yeah. chill. Um, that it's, uh, it is. I think they're called, uh, what do you call them? Let me see this email here. Um... It's called Join Audrey. Audrey. Mm-hmm. I think that's the name of them. Audrey. Okay. Yeah, I think that's the name. Yeah, the person's Could name be. is Wed. I'm, I'm just looking mm-hmm. at the email here in front of me. Um, yeah, it's Audrey. So I'm going to, like, I'll pull up the, their web, the, yeah, um, their website, and I'm going to send it to you. And mm, do that. And then you can look at it because um, I've, I've been meaning to I talk will. with you about it, but I've just been like, my week has just been a blur. So yeah, <laughs> it's, it's been a cute. blur. COVID happened. It's really bloody hot here in Trinidad, and also I've just been up and down all week with the cafe. Like every other day, it's like, can you, can you go and do this? And I'm like, really? Why can you tell me this yesterday? And I, I forgot. But anyway, can you go? And I'm like, fine. Like I haven't even streamed this week. Like all week, I haven't streamed. Like every day, it's like, can you, go, can you go here? Can you go there? Can you do this? Can you do that? And it's like, ugh. Mm. Uh, but anyway, that being said, I'm alive. We're here. I'm cooking. It's really hot. I've been applying powder to my, my um, what do you call it? My joints. Wherever like arms <laughs> and legs and stuff come together, I've been applying um, this sort of like, what's it called? Let me, uh, give me a sec. Let me find Sure. No worse. Find <laughs> this thing. It's called um, it's called medicated almonds powder. That's what the bottle says. Um, it says original medicated almond powder. It's supposed. It says basically what it says is that it's supposed to act as deodorant protection. So what I assume when I hear deodorant protection is like I apply my deodorant, and then this is supposed to help make the deodorant better. Right. Um, oh, interesting. Yeah. I don't even know how well it's working. Like, I generally don't know if it's working. All I know is that I'm covered in powder <laughs> and I smell weird. Um, but, <laughs> but other than that, I don't know if it's actually working. So, who knows? You know, if, if it works, it works. If it's not, then I'm just covered in powder for nothing. Um, <laughs> exactly. But you gotta try. You gotta try. Give it a try. Indeed. What about you, Rog? What have you been up to this week? Yeah, no powder here. Actually, <laughs> hasn't been necessary either, because as I mentioned to you in the, the pre-talk, the temperature has been going down, which is expected. I mean, the whole like month of August has been really nice here and, and quite summerish, I would mm-hmm. say. 
with some higher temperature than expected, mm-hmm. uh, at least one week. Uh, so now it's like around 20, 21, and it's, it's going to drop even more in a f- few weeks, like one or two weeks, I think, when you get into September. Mm-hmm. So what have, be- have I been doing? Well, I have been uh, continuing to work on the music. I made like four versions out of one song, which might so- sound weird, but it's mainly for this like... Uh, The music library that I mentioned it's mm-hmm. good to have some different versions you know one that is shorter like 23 seconds yeah one is like 35 one is without the melody one mm. is without melody and the choir that I was using so so you know give some options mm-hmm. uh, if there's anyone that w- would be interested to use it in something so that's what I've been doing mm-hmm. uh, uh, continuing also to fix with some other stuff regarding the music department <laughs> <laughs> uh, I also met I didn't write that in the in the show notes that's weird I also met Maria which was really Ooh. nice I haven't met her since actually you were here uh, we've just been in contact but mm-hmm. we haven't been meeting mm-hmm. uh, Maria took a course like uh, for like four months over when we met her you know she was mm-hmm. starting to do that she's like an e- economy assistant at yep. a company a few days a week now here in the central part of Stockholm so we were just hanging out mm-hmm. I think it was was it Tuesday What day was it? No, Monday, I think. Monday evening. Mm-hmm. It was really nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, great to see each other again. I mean, we are old friends and we've known each other for so long time and apparently also worked together making music and all that mm-hmm. stuff. So it was nice to catch up and, you know, we just chill together. Really nice. Uh, I just said, okay, let's. it's not going to take that long until we <laughs> see each other again. Uh, I still have two of her microphones, actually, so I'm going to, when I can, drive out just to take a you know, coffee out in the garden there yeah. if, if you have a microphone long enough it becomes your microphone now like, oh true that yeah, oh yeah you, you just that's start, nice <laughs> you just say hey maria okay. sorry you're not getting these yeah. microphones back she's like why roger it's my microphone now. i've had it long enough you know it's it's gotten accustomed <laughs> to me the mics like me yeah. you know exactly mm-hmm. our families have become acquainted uh, you know i'm the godparent mm. of their kids You know, so like basically, like you don't deserve them anymore. Yeah. You know, <laughs> time plays an important role here, indeed. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. That's yeah, yeah that's a good thing. I'll, I'll I'll keep that in mind. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, well, let's see how how she takes that. But <laughs> besides the microphones, awesome time, really nice. And I've also been taking my motorcycle, which I should have for a long time. That's a bit mm-hmm. embarrassing, but I. I booked the time for some service and I used a company that I was, it's quite new, I think it's been around for like two years, but it's mm-hmm. on the other side of, of the city and actually far out, even beyond Orlando, the, the airport. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you start to wonder why you're going so far, but they actually had really good prices and I, I've heard good things about them. So I took the ride, it's like one hour ride one way uh, but it was worth it it was two really soft and cool guys actually from Holland it mm-hmm. showed up they were from Holland lived in Sweden a couple of years uh, and they were mostly working in, in the like finances uh, and I was like okay so they started to do this they've always always been doing this on the side but then they started this small company and they are doing well so I, I kind of understood that they might be in, in the, the kind of uh, They have to do a choice soon, I guess, if they're mm-hmm. going to just go with this full-time instead. So, cool. So, that was good. I, f- I felt good afterwards. It was like, okay, dear, <laughs> dear motorcycle, finally you got some love. Mm-hmm. And that was that. So, 
yeah, that, that's I guess that's more or less my week. It's it's been uh, kind of into the new routines that I'm doing right now, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, we'll see. Take it from there, one step at a time. It's like mm-hmm. learning to walk again. It's like learning to walk again into West End. Uh, mm-hmm. Well, other than that, um, you've been playing Doom again, haven't you? Yes. I mean, Doom Eternal has been a game for me uh, up until now, actually, and, and since it was released during the spring of 2020. And I, it's just, I don't know, I had a period of time on my channel, my YouTube channel, when I was playing too many games at the same time, which kind of... Uh, I, I'm not going to do that again because it just <laughs> spreads out like each game over a very long period of time, which mm-hmm. is not good for the series either. But finally, I wanted to mention Doom Eternal for two reasons. One, that I actually finished it. The last episode wow. is up on my channel and I'm like, okay, it's over, it's done. Mm-hmm. And it felt good. Uh, the second reason, of course, is to remind people that it's a freaking good game and it's mm-hmm. definitely worth playing if you like the genre. Mm-hmm. Uh, however, I do feel, and I know that Adam also agrees with me, Agent Adam, my oldest son, we were talking about this. It's, it's, it's quite lengthy. I, I very seldom complain that a game is long. I mean, you get a lot of action for the money, right? For the bucks that you're paying when you buy the game. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, remember that this is a very intense, like, arena shooter game. And, sure, you can make a lot of variations and, and the, the different demons you meet and the, the levels and all that stuff and whatever you put in the game. But I just felt that it could definitely have, have stopped a few levels earlier. It's, it's just... It's too long. So yeah, I, I can't think of any other way to put it, actually. <laughs> and as I said, it feels weird to say that because usually, you know, you're just happy if a game that you like goes on. Mm-hmm. But at this point, I just felt that, wow, this should actually end now. Mm-hmm. It's so, dragged it on a lot longer than it needed to. Yeah, I, I think so. I think so. Even though it was a grandioso finale, mm-hmm. <laughs> still it felt so. That was worth it if I put it like that. But still, it was like, well, the, the grinding towards that, like the last two, mm-hmm. three levels. Mm, I don't know. Not really. Could, could have. Nah, I don't know. Yeah, so, thing. but again, great, great game, and definitely one of the best games released. I would say during this period of time, it's it's just so. So well done uh, mm-hmm. with everything. Uh, it's really, really cool. I heard a rumor that I'm not sure if I, I misunderstood that they would add something to the game if it was something extra. I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. I have to listen in better uh, if that's true or not. But nevertheless, standalone, it's 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 really good game. So. I, th- I think the reason why it's that long as well is because a lot of times developers think they start thinking having more game means that it's better when in actuality some games are just better off with uh, at a certain length you know so some some mm. um you know like some gamers associate uh you know length with importance like oh it's a bigger game you know there's more st- like mm. the, the you know like sometimes you'd you'd hear like developers bragging like my game is like the size of the moon you know like it's mm. so many different times bigger than Grand Theft Auto or whatever have you. It's not about how big it is, it's about what's in it. You know, it's like how good is the content that's in it and then not just how good the content is in it that is, it's also uh, how it's delivered because sometimes a short, sweet story like some something like Journey or something is so yeah. much better 
than something that's long and drawn out. Um, exactly. Because yeah. of the fact that you're, you know, whatever you look, what you're looking for in that, especially like most FPS. If I'm playing a first-person shooter or a third-person shooter story kind of game, I don't really want it to be that long. One of the things I love about Gears of War is that it's five levels. It's usually just five levels in Gears of War, like five main story plot lines that you go through. Um, so you go through five different levels. Each level split up into smaller um, sections, but more or less you're going through five levels. So you can literally sit down and play, finish a Gears of War game in you know, a matter of hours. Like You could sit there in one sitting and complete the game if you wanted to. And that's one of the things I like about Gears of War whenever I pick a Gears of War game up is to, to finish the story in a, you know, just sit down and finish it and they're like, hey, it's done, I can go on with my life. Uh, but if, if it's it, same with the campaigns in Call of Duty, they mm-hmm. usually are about like six hours or something like exactly. that. Exactly. Uh, <clears throat> so and and that's what you want in, in, a, in a FPS. You don't really want to, you don't really want to be there for um forever. You know, you don't want to just be sitting there mm. um playing the same thing because the thing about the FPS, what really matters more than anything else, is the gameplay. You know, um, how much can I enjoy this gameplay in this time, and yeah. then. You know, anything after that is multiplayer, man. Like, come on. <laughs> yeah, most of the time, indeed. And I, I think we can, like, as you said, you, you mentioned Journey, for example, a good example uh, mm-hmm. of a very good game, of course. Yep. But I was also thinking about movies because it's mm-hmm. kind of the same thing there. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you, you got to have a good script, like a really good story if you're going to draw it, like go over the three hours mark, like three and a half. Some movies have that mm-hmm. and you get immersed and you stay in that and, you know, the dialogue and the characters, everything gets to you and you're like, wow, I don't want to leave this place. I <laughs> continue. <laughs> But then you're sitting like maybe a two, two and a half hours movie and you just feel after one hour, oh, gee, I'm a bit uncomfortable here and I yeah. think they should end this quite soon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it's like they are not getting anywhere and it's like they, they're just filling out, you know. Exactly. And I don't like that feeling when you feel that it's filling out. And that could be the case with the game too. Mm-hmm. So, exactly. A lot yeah. of games um, do that these days. They feel, uh, and movies... You know, they, it, it feels like they're just filling time, and it, what they're filling the time with isn't something that's um, good. They're just um, just filling it just to say that hey, our game is two hours, or our movie is five hours, or whatever have you, whatever yeah, length yeah. they want to make it. Basically, instead of like actually filling it with like you know making it matter, and it it, it really does matter like based on the story as well that you're trying to tell. You know, like, um, mm. if the story you're trying to tell requires it to take a long period of time, then great, it's going to take a long period of time. You know, but if it doesn't, then you're just wasting people's time. Like, the game I yes, played this week, yeah. um, Kandagawa Jet Girls, it doesn't have the most complicated story. It's, like, basically the same as um, Sinner and Kagura. So if you play the Sinner uh-huh. and Kagura game, it's a similar story beat to that. You know, it's um, it's all about friendship and... You know, caring about people and all that kind of stuff. That's basically it's as basic an anime storyline as possible, um, sort of shonen-y. Um, and um, this is developed by um, by Marvelous and um, well, Marvelous and, and Exceed are the publisher, but the developer is um, on PC. It's Shade Inc., which I believe they just um, they just did some work, some porting. The the main developer is um, what do you call their name? Hmm. Uh, frack, I forgot the name. Uh, the Honey Parade, Honey Parade Games. That's the main developer, mm. right? And um, basically, 
the game is uh, it's a standard game. It, it runs you about sixty quid for the, the standard game. I say um, forty nine actually for the standard game, sixty for the digital deluxe. I would say it's worth the price. Um, it's worth the price. And and you, these days it's really rare that you hear me say a game is worth the price. This game is worth the price, right? Um, mm. it, it has DLC, um, so you can buy like DLC characters. All the DLC characters are like Senna and Kagura girls. And um, they're not part of the Kendagawa girls game. Like the Kendagawa girls, they already have their set of their group of girls. So when you buy the Senra and Kagura girls, which they they price them at about ten dollars a set, you get two girls for ten dollars. I think it's a bit pricey for the girls. I think maybe a sweet spot would have been maybe to sell the girls at I don't know, like four ninety nine. Because um, I do think that they should charge for the girls because of the fact that. You know they're from a separate series, so it's that's cool. I don't, I'm not bothered by them, um, you know, pay, like, you know, by paying for for them separately. Yeah. But ten bucks per girl, and it's like one, two, three, four sets. Nah, it's a bit, a bit high. Because if you buy the full set of them, it's like thirty dollars for the whole set, thirty US dollars for mm. to get all of the girls. Uh, a bit high okay. in the pricing. I don't know what the deluxe edition comes with. Let me just check that. Because I know the standard comes with the game. The deluxe doesn't say. Let me see. Companies need to put this information on their, their page when people are going to buy stuff. Yeah. You know, you want people to know what they're paying for when they buy digital deluxe. Not like, oh, well, you buy the digital deluxe and now you have it. la dee The digital deluxe comes <laughs> with um, soundtrack, two costumes, and a base game. Yeah, I wouldn't pay for the digital deluxe. The digital deluxe is $60 and the standard game is 49 I would just buy a standard game. You're just getting... This, this is the soundtrack, which ain't nobody listening to soundtracks on Steam. Like, pfft, everyone do Spotify, man. Like, what the hell? It's like being a waiter. Mm. And um, two costumes. Like, really? Really? Come on. And um, the game, like, no, nah, it's not worth an extra 10 bucks. Like, yeah, save your money. It's, you know, save your money, buy something else. You know, buy some curry or something. It's all good. So, <laughs> oh. yes, basically... Um, but the game also has, like, you know, it has languages as usual, English, Japanese, Korean, simplified Chinese, these are all interface, the audio language, the only audio is, is, um, Japanese. Um, it also has single player co-op, um, online PvP, um, which is online player versus player. For those who don't know, it's Steam achievements, um, Steam trading cards, which I already have all the trading cards because your boy has some hours clocked in. Um, partial control uh-huh. support, uh, Steam Cloud. It, this supports every controller that I've, like, when I went to the menu, like, it, it had, like, Xbox, PlayStation 4, everything, like, the whole nine yards. Cool. Um, it has a leaderboard, and, um, performance-wise, like, this is running really well on, on almost anything, at least on my setup, it's running really, really great. Um, but the recommended they're looking at is an Intel i5, um, so the i5-4570, um, excuse me, with, like, a, a GTX 970 as the the recommended minimum being like a, a 750 Ti um, with an i7-2600. So, mm. um, not very... I wouldn't say the lowest, but pretty good, decent mid-range, if you want to call it that. Yeah. So, I would say, yeah, Kandagawa Jet Girls, good game. But one of the things that I, I... You know, back to the point I was trying to make when I mentioned it, um, or when I brought it into the, the, the discussion... Is that it's not a very long game. Like, you could sit and play this game out in less time than I took. I mean, I took more time because I was messing around with stuff because I'm doing a bloody review. But if I was just playing this game just for the fun of it, I could finish this in a matter of hours. Most of it is just the story content, like, just list, like mm-hmm. you know, watching the story cutscenes. If I skip all the story cutscenes and just play this the game itself, you know, because the story isn't like, it's not bad, but it's not like, 
oh my god, you must hear this. You know, um, <laughs> then you can complete the game in less time. Because I completed the main story, like, because you have, like, the main story, and then you have the side stories, and then you go back to the main story. Like, again, similar to Sinner and Kagura. Um, mm-hmm. But, yeah, it's not, it's long because you're doing the story cutscenes. If you're skipping the cutscenes, you can go through this game really quickly. And the cutscenes don't really affect the game. Like, you could play the game and know nothing about the story. Because this whole game is about riding wave boards, you know. And it's like jet skis, basically. And shooting people while you're on the jet skis. It's like Mario Kart on water, but just not as good. You know, that's basically okay. it. With, with, with Shiggle, because there's like boobs and stuff. So, <laughs> you know. There's boobs. It's, all the characters are female. They all have boobs. You know, different types of boobs. Um, and um, they have different outfits. They have their swimsuit outfit and their regular... Different Yes. Yeah, you can okay. customize them and um, and change what they, they're wearing. And they can look very shiggly. You can even make them shine. You know, so pretty much. Ooh. It's a great game. Uh, um, there, there'll be a review on, on Simply Bin, so you guys can check it out there. Cool. Um, so, yeah. Anyway, moving on. Rog, what have you been watching this week? Yes, it's actually related to, to the video game section. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this is a series on Netflix that is called High Score. And I highly, highly, highly recommend it to mm-hmm. you guys that are interested in the history of video games. Mm-hmm. It is really good, very well produced. And me and Isaac are just enjoying it so much. We watched the second episode yesterday. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it starts really from the beginning and, and comes very soon into NES and everything and how Nintendo just blow up and everything. It's really, it's great. It has a 7.5 on IMDb and, and I just look if, I'm looking forward to, to watch the third episode already. As I said, it's fun. It's uh, entertaining. It's just very also a bit nostalgic and, and uh, emotional in some way. Uh, so high score. Definitely, highly recommended. Check it Did out. Did you cry when you watched it? No, no, no <laughs> not like that. More, more laugh, more laugh. That kind of emotions, you know. You, you just remember some stuff, and you just, hey, uh, you think it's fun because they are actually showing that game or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's no, it's it's a really good series. Um, big, th- big thumb up. I'm watching it, and I've I've added it to my my Netflix um, watch list. Yeah, you gotta already. watch it. Yeah, you gotta um, like it. Yeah. I'm actually gonna insist that Alexandra watches it. I'm like, oh wait, you gotta watch this thing. It's I've already added to yeah. the watch list. Like, you watch it now. Don't make any excuses because you know what? Whenever I go to to check my like the Netflix watch list, like before the, the podcast, like I always forget what I was watching in mm-hmm. the week. So I go into Netflix and I scroll <laughs> through, and the, I'm always like I'm going through stuff and I see something. And I'm just like, a lot of what Alexandra watches, it's like, <laughs> it is some, like, some murder mystery show or this and that or some documentary and some really terrible mm. thing that happened. I'm like, is she, is she planning something? You know, like, <laughs> like <laughs> the last of the stuff, like, you could tell, like, if you look at our Netflix, right, you could tell what, what was watched. Like, for me, I, the show I'm going to mention is something called Hoops, right? So I was watching Hoops. Before oh. that was something called the Virgin series Insurgent. Now, I didn't watch that, so I, that's <laughs> definitely Alexandra. There's no way I watched that thing. Um, and it's like a, it's listed as a, uh, oh, bloody hell, what's the genre for this? 
Uh, are we talking about hoops now or no we're talking about insurgent the one that uh, oh so it's, this is a teen movie based on a book um sci-fi it's a science fiction right so this is science fiction as you're watching and then before that mm. it's something called children of god so i'm like okay that sounds like a religious story thing it's a documentary indeed um and it's a former member examining the lingering effects of being raised um in a fam in the family a cult um, whose uh, disturbing practices include sexual abuse of children. Okay, I'm not watching that shit. Um, so <laughs> then, <laughs> then um, basically, um, confession of a killer series. Um, everything except poison. <laughs> <laughs> so a true crime documentary series that was in the watch list, and then. And then you find like um, Game On, which is a sitcom about like it's like a crossover sitcom on Netflix. And then Lucifer, the entire series binged in like one day or two days. Um, that's definitely me. Um, the sitcom was me, you know. But then in between, it's Ooh. like um, you see stuff like beasting therapy. Like really, really. <laughs> so. <laughs> I start wondering, you know, like when I see all these like crime stuff and you know morbid things dying, and I started wondering. I'm like, is is she trying to send me a message here? Like, should I sleep with one eye open and shit? You know, like <laughs> someone tell me what do I do? <laughs> so anyway, what I have been watching is Hoops though. So Hoops is a a series on Netflix. I don't recommend it. I highly unrecommend this series to start with. So, oh, so let's start with that. IQ. Highly recommend that you do not watch Hoops, right? Um, for one, Hoops is very profane. Like, oh god, it's it's you know, like when you watch a cartoon and it's got profanity, but the profanity is like it's it adds to it. Hoops is just rude. It's like I'm watching this series and I feel like I'm just being disrespected. Like, like you know, like don't disrespect me like that. I mean, here's the thing: though, I'm definitely gonna finish it because I have nothing else to watch in it. <laughs> But that, that being said, I don't recommend you watch it because you'll hate it, you know. Um, at least unless, of course, you just like hearing people curse all the time. The main character, he's an <laughs> asshole, you know. He's just rude. Like, he's always shouted. He's always being rude to everyone. He's rude to his dad. He's rude to his ex-wife. He's rude to his best friends. He's rude to his students. And then he's just morally wrong. Like, every, he makes the poor moral decisions. Like, he's giving this speech to his class and he's like, oh, you know... Um, don't do drugs, well, unless if it's crack. You know, you can do crack at least three times. You know, and it's like, like really? No, no, you don't do drugs ever. Not like unless it's crack, and you could do it three times. I did it three times, and like the first time was great, the second time was great, the third time was even better. Like that's not how you tell you convince kids not to do drugs. They're gonna be like, what? Sounds good to me. You know, <laughs> so. Yeah, the, this is a stupid series. Like, it's an animated series on Netflix about a basketball coach. His dad was a basketball player. He wants to be a coach. He's been training these young kids. All the kids in his class are dorks. They don't. None of them are. They're not all good at basketball, but whatever. And uh, it's exhausting to watch this show. Let's put it that way. Exhausting. You know. Mm-mm. Oh, not good. It tried. Yeah, but it's good that. Yeah, mm-hmm. but it's good that you're talking about it. And I should talking about something that you don't want us to watch yeah it's like yeah, so, why not if you want to hear characters shout at each other but in an endearing way watch f is for family or watch um 
watch Bob's Burger or something like you hear shouting in yeah. that you know but this ugh, it's just it's a cartoon that's just shouting for shouting reasons like it's that hmm. it's like they're trying too hard that's the thing they're trying yeah, okay. too hard and hmm. I'm to be because it's a 5.8 I give it a 3 like you know, usually oh. I'm higher than the IMDB rating but no this is bad don't watch it hmm. and it's a 5.8 like you know IMDB is usually wrong anyway like people on here will rate yeah. anything good but Apparently, even they don't like it, so... <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so, right. yeah, don't check out hoops. Not worth your time. Go find something better to do yourself. Like, I don't know, eat curry or something. So, <laughs> stay away from that Netflix. Find someone... Watch Lucifer. If you haven't seen it, I've, I've binged the entire series. It's yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, I, I forgot to mention that, too. I watched the new season. Yeah. Not the whole... Uh, it, 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 have you watched the whole new season? Yeah, hell yeah, I've finished it, man. Like, oh, you have? Oh, I've finished God. the whole You're... thing in about two days. I just sat there and just watched it. Oh, wow. Yeah. I still like the series, but but I, I honestly don't feel the same thing as I did with the former ones, to be honest. How many episodes I, I have know. you watched so far? I think it's only two. Trust me, it's the thing. Kick back, wait for it. Because you're, you're at the point where it's following not Lucifer, but it's following his brother Michael, isn't it? Yeah, we're over that. So maybe I... Wa- no, I probably watched three then. I, I must have. Because I was just watching the last... The, the last one was like a... Uh, um, he was like remembering things in, in uh, LA oh, in 1945. The, the black story. and white episode. Oh, yeah. That one was a, was a pretty chill story. Um, no, get past that. It gets better. Mm-hmm. Trust me when I say it gets better. They introduce. I believe you. They introduce more celestial people, so like you, you get to meet more of Lucifer's family, other than Michael, stupid self. Okay. Um, oh, is Michael the only one that? Uh, let me see. Yeah, because if you got the black and white story, it means you only have. You've watched up to episode four, I think. Yeah, it's probably four. Oh, yeah. God. See, okay. then you have five, six, seven, and eight. Eight is half season because they they still have to reach a second season after this. So this is just the first half of the season, um, and it gets better. I think. Um, hmm. I think the episode after that one isn't that good. Like in the sense, it's not bad per se, hmm. but it's a good episode. It's like a nine out of ten hmm. somewhere around there. Um, granted, you expect Lucifer episodes to be set, um, to be tens, but it's great. And then there's the episode. Um, Episode six and seven are two of my favorite episodes in the new season. So that's a six and seven, really good. Um, and then you won't see nine coming. I'll tell you that much. Between hmm. between seven and nine, you won't see it coming. Like whatever happened. Sorry, okay. seven and eight. Sorry, you won't see it coming. I didn't see it coming. Like when it happened in those episodes, like what happened. I was like, my God, no! Why did you do this to me? You set me up. This cool. entire episode is a. This entire season is a setup for the um for the finale of the season. Like they set it up in such a way that it makes the second half of the season very anticipated. So just hang in there. You have four more episodes to watch. So watch them. Kick back. Enjoy. Binge it today or something. I don't know. Um, cool. But yeah, check out Lucy. Alright, so, Raj, this is the thing that we usually do right about now. What's that thing called? Shout out for your channel. Mm. Shout out for your channel is a channel called Contraviction. What can you give us about Contraviction? 
I love gaming and video documentaries, and this channel allows me to express this joy to the world. I hope my videos provide you with laughs and happiness each time you visit my channel. Feel free to follow my social media for more content. Yep. That's basically it. So, Contra yeah. is, uh, she's a, um, she's someone that I've interacted with a, few, a good few times, I think. You could say, like, we're, like, acquaintances. Um, she's... Hmm. Basically, um, she's a YouTuber like, who basically does this um, series. She does a series that I really like called On the Table. And it's basically where she will take an old console and she'll talk about it. You know, she'll just break it down and give... And, you know, the production value is pretty nice. You know, um, she does a good production value. Mm. She doesn't have, like, a ton of subscribers. Like, her, her subs are about, say, 700 and something at the moment of recording this episode. Um, mm. But... Her content is pretty solid, and um, she plays a lot of classic games, talks about a lot of classic games. I think her most recent video that I was watching that did really well was um, her playing um, Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. Um, that was pretty good. That was like, um, oh shit, that's this about three months ago. <laughs> but basically, she's done a couple others, you know, like she was talking about Battletoads. Um, her most recent video is her um, talking about Marvel vs. Capcom 2, I think. Um, or arcade games. So she does really um, chill stuff. You know, she puts up stuff. But other than that, too, I think she streams as well on Twitch. I haven't seen her stream because I, I think that's how I found her. I think I found her. I was on um, Mix, I think, at the time, and I was looking for people to follow on there mm. or something. I think I stumbled upon her. Something like that is how I stumbled upon her account. And I've been, you know, like we, you know, I reached out and we chatted and that kind of stuff, and that was about it. So. Um, yeah, I think she also does a podcast. I can't remember the name of it, though. Uh, but yeah, either way, she's pretty chill, cool person, Does has a lot of um, chill videos, and she's like a proper gamer. Like, she's not like, you know, not a proper gamer. She's like a proper gamer. So, um, I'd recommend her checking out the channel. I think it's pretty good. Raj, how about right. we, we get out of here? Yes, it's time to leave out in the real world, <laughs> starting the day. Uh, we're recording this on a Friday, as usual, and the sun is shining through the window. That looks good. Uh, mm -hmm. I think uh, take a walk after the lunch. I usually um, call Isaac and like, come on, let's go. Call is, but really, I'm screaming upstairs like, come on now, we got to take a walk. Hurry up, boy. <laughs> yeah. Did you like Kratos? We need some sunlight. Boy. Get some sun. <laughs> boy. It's time to move. Runs on the stairs. <laughs> he has his, he has a bow and arrow on his, on his back. Well, actually, you don't have a bow and arrow, so he has a nerf gun. He's like, let's go. <laughs> yep, exactly. That's exactly how it is. But uh, yeah, whenever you can, guys, take your time, a minute or two, or get out to get some fresh air. It's really good for you. I'm trying to put that into my routine as well. Every day, every day, every day. It's really nice. Uh, especially also since I'm sitting quite some now uh, in front of the computer. It's get very, like, uh, you get stiff and stuff like that. But with that said, I hope you got some good tips too when it comes to, as usual, something you should watch and something you shouldn't watch <laughs> when we talk about <laughs> the telly, some good games and stuff. And hopefully you will enjoy that. Mm -hmm. Have a good week and just take care of each other and we'll talk soon again. Muffin and out. Mm, beautiful as always. So with that, guys, thanks for watching this episode, um, or listening to this episode, I should say. Um, if you want to find um, Raji streams, 40 Splash Splash pretty much everywhere, um, or is on 40 Splash Splash pretty much everywhere. He streams Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Sundays. Um, you can find him on Twitch, again, 40 Splash Splash, 40 Splash Splash, number 40 with SPLSH, SPLESH. 
You can find me at Healthy Guardian I stream on um, Mondays, Thursdays, and Saturdays. Um, that is at LP Garden. That's L-P-G-R-D-I-N. That's Garden's also you. And um, you can find us elsewhere on SimpleMinch.com. So with that, guys, we would like you guys to miss out on any of the episodes of Stabby of Life. Many people would like to subscribe to this podcast on CastBox, Acast, Spotify, iTunes, SimpleMinch.com, and elsewhere. And what's coming that they're going to like it that we're giving away for free. So as always, guys, this has been Cued. Feel pleasure.